Welcome to House of David Ministries. I'm Pastor Eric Michael Teitelman. Join me as we learn about the rich heritage of our Christian faith. In each episode, we explore a unique topic that will deepen your knowledge of Christ and who we are as His people. In this episode, we will explore and reveal the prophetic mysteries of the Hebrew language as we read about the Lamb of God. We all know the story of Abraham and how he took his only son Isaac up to Jerusalem and was prepared to offer him as a burnt offering to the Lord on Mount Moriah. They traveled for three days until Abraham saw the place in the distance. And as he and his son carried the wood and fire for the sacrifice, Isaac asked his father a question. My father, look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham responded, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. Soon enough, Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. And so in Genesis 22, it reads, So Abraham called that place, The Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. The explanation is obvious to most Christian theologians. God provided his lamb for the atonement, this being the Christ, the Lamb of God who was slain from the foundation of the world. There is one problem with the translation. It does not say that God will provide a lamb. In the Hebrew, it says, God will see for himself a lamb. Yireh lo. The scripture goes on to say, And Abraham named that site Adonai Yireh, hence the present Jewish saying, On the mount of the Lord there is vision. So why is this distinction important for us to understand? Well, let's find out. So we move forward about 400 years in time to the exodus from Egypt. The Israelites were encamped at the base of Mount Sinai, preparing for the Lord to descend from heaven. And they saw with their own eyes what the Lord did to the Egyptians. And God spoke the words of the Ten Commandments to the Israelites. We read in Exodus chapter 20, it says, When he had finished speaking, all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar. Here, once again, there is a problem with the translation. In the Hebrew, it reads, And all the people saw, Roim, the voices, which in Hebrew is kolot, and the torches, lepidim, the sound of the shofar, and the smoking mountain, and the people saw, Yareh, and trembled, so they stood from afar. Now, wait a minute. It says they saw voices and torches, not thunder and lightning. And they saw the sound of the shofar? How can you hear sounds? Rabbi Akiva insists that the verse must read literally. In other words, they saw the voices. He says, they saw that which is usually heard, and they heard that which is usually seen. He continues with his explanation. The experience at Sinai was much more than just receiving ten moral instructions for life. Sinai was a spiritual revelation that changed the way the Jews perceived the meaning of existence. They heard that which is usually seen, in other words, 
the physical matter which is usually perceived as absolute reality, became an abstract idea, while spirituality, that which is usually heard, became real and obvious. Going back to the story of Abraham, we can see the similarity between these two encounters. God, who is spirit, appeared to humanity in a visible and tangible form, as we read in John chapter 1, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld, have seen, His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And later we also read in Luke chapter 3, the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon Him, and a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. Once again, in the words of the rabbi, the physical matter which is usually perceived as absolute reality became an abstract idea, while spirituality, that which is usually heard, became real and obvious. But there is a deeper meaning to the Hebrew word yireh. It is a combination of three words, seeing, fear, and awe. There's no single word in the English dictionary that conveys the same depth. In English, the translators have attempted to recreate it through the word trembling. But I believe this meaning is more profound. For we read in Hebrews chapter 10, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And on the day that Yeshua was crucified, we read in Matthew 27, So when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they feared greatly, saying, Truly this was the Son of God. And when Christ returns, we will see a picture of Mount Sinai once again. This time, all humanity will see the throne of God. As we read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet, the shofar of God. In Revelation chapter 11, it says, Then the temple of God was opened in heaven, and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. And there were great lightnings, noises, thunderings, and earthquake, and great hail. Like the Israelites in Mount Sinai, all humanity will see that which is usually heard, and hear that which is usually seen. And they will yireh, they will tremble with awe and fear at the presence of the Lord. We read in Isaiah chapter 45, I've sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return, that to me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall take an oath. And Paul said in Philippians chapter 2, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. The Lord had not only commanded that the priests of Israel come near to him, but also to come up, la'alot, to him on the mountain. But their hearts were hardened and uncircumcised. And so Paul wrote in Romans chapter 11, God has given them a spirit of stupor, eyes that they should not see, and ears they should not hear to this very day. But the Lord promised in Acts chapter 2 that it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. And before the return of Christ, 
we shall all see that which is usually heard and hear that which is usually seen. So therefore, as we read in Philippians chapter 2, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. Amen. If you have enjoyed this teaching from House of David Ministries, make sure you subscribe to our channel and don't forget to visit our website where you can sign up for our monthly newsletter. We pray the Lord richly bless you and we look forward to having you join us again for our next episode.